Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> On this episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket, we look at the first issue of Ninty Fresh, a new Nintendo print magazine. <laughs> All right, but so print magazine? So, the, But these guys know it's 2020, right? Oh, we'll get to that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket, where we take a little time to teach you a lot of stuff about a single topic. This week, we're looking at Ninty Fresh, the new and only Nintendo-based print magazine, which has just launched its first issue via Kickstarter. Yeah, so this is cool. I, I sent you a link for this thing when it was they, st- they were still running the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, we did it as a news item on one of the shows. Oh, yeah, that's right. So mm-hmm. I'm glad this became a thing. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah. You know, I still have a fondness for for magazines. I don't really pick them up anymore uh, for video game magazines. Um but I used to buy them, especially around like system launches. I would of just, course. I would just crush, you know, like, like yeah. six, seven. I want to know what all the best launch games were and all the stuff. So, but this is, has more of a nostalgia factor on it, right? You, yeah, you have a copy. I don't yet. I knew you were kind of on the fence about revisiting the video game magazine days, the yeah. glory days of video game magazines. So I went and uh, ordered you a copy that's on, on its way to you. Oh, nice. Thank yeah. you. I am sorry. I didn't get there before this, but they'll be fine. So immediately, I mean, I think it's just worth noting that this magazine is everything they described it to be, and it's it's fantastic. Oh, great. The reason that I like it the most, I think, is because it has such a great mix of retro and current Nintendo gaming. It appeals not just to us who grew up with video game magazines and these retro games, but I think it really appeals to people who didn't grow up with these games. People have become retro gaming fans that didn't play those games when they were kids. So, you know, you know, they wouldn't know what it's like to be able to open a magazine and read about games that were released before they were born. Uh, it's like um, seeing the wizard of Oz in a theater or like yeah. the, Sh- the shining in a theater. You've seen it a hundred yeah. times, but you know, when do you get to experience it? How it was when it was released. And they do it really, really well. I mean, they do articles that are really well designed, beautifully art directed. And I imagine it would have to be. Yeah, it's got to be. um, I'm excited to check it out. I imagine it's got to be pretty like meticulously put together and a lot of love put into it because no one's picking up magazines just to read reviews or news because it's already a month behind now. Yeah, but Um, I mean, like, you know, if they don't draw if they don't draw from the past and kind of connect with people who share that nostalgia. Uh, it's, it probably wouldn't be as successful, but it sounds like you're saying that that's exactly what they're, what they're doing. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, they knew, they know exactly how much time to give a topic, which I think is really important for almost any form of media, but you know, like the super Mario three article that they have in here, when they review, um, the 25, you know, best Mario games ever released, uh, it's, you know, it's about four paragraphs long and you know, it's the perfect amount to kind of describe why the game is so brilliant. And yeah, they they know exactly how much time to put into each aspect of the magazine. So it's 2020. Are there really going to be people that are genuinely in- interested in video game magazines? Yeah. And and, and just a quick thing. Is this only available? 
It's available through their website. It's available only through their Kickstarter. Where can where can people get it? It's available through their Kickstarter and through their website. You can go to their Facebook group, their Facebook page, Ninty Fresh, or their website directly, NintyFresh.net, and on Twitter, they're at NintyFreshMag. Uh, okay, all of cool. those ways are easy kind of access to it. But as of right now, there is only one issue available, and they will do another Kickstarter for the second issue. So if you do find it, like it, and love it, you can certainly be responsible for the second issue coming to life. So what are they doing, like for a year or... I'm not entirely not, sure. I don't. It's think not every they, month, I imagine. No, no, no. Um, but that probably sounds right. Yeah. About four a year, if they, you know, if they're able to fund all of their kickstarters, which I think they will. Um, how much should they clear the first one? I'm not entirely sure how much they needed or had how much they requested, but they raised about fifteen thousand pounds, almost sixteen thousand pounds, which is about twenty twenty one thousand dollars. And they had, I think, close to 1,500 backers. 1,500? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. So there was some excitement there. I honestly think this is going to be one of those things, though, that does build excitement. Because they did they did nail it. They got it exactly right. Well, I'd much rather it be a thing and succeed than it not be a thing and fail. So I, right. I, I'm, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> Agreed. Um, well, let's get into it. There's a few of my favorite parts of issue one, which is aptly titled From NES to Now and lands in at 80 beautifully illustrated and art directed, researched and designed pages. <laughs> okay. So you're a big fan. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I actually haven't read all of it because I don't want it to be over. So I'm kind of like reading a page here and a page there and I'm not going through the whole thing yet because I really do. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. Um, yeah, what is that? Why do we do that? I don't know because we're what, we pleasure do, like, delays. Yeah, pleasure delays. Why do it's like the same thing I do like when I like an RPG where it's like mm-hmm. save before the final boss and then I'm like sure and never play again. Well, because you know the fi- we can we could do a whole episode on final bosses, but they're usually so off balance that it ruins the entire game for you. This that's is this is my that's, this is that's my an interesting take. Yeah, okay. this is my experience of final bosses. One, you're so overpowered and saved so many potions or bought so many elixirs that you just cakewalk right through it the first time. Mm-hmm. Or you try a hundred times and it's completely off balance, completely unrealistic, and you do not like the game anymore because you can't finish it. Maybe that's right. Maybe because I've never met a satisfying ending. There's so many games I get to the I get to the end and I'm like, nah. So let's talk about a few cool sections from this because, again, I think that each issue is going to have a very unique interior. Uh, This one is very much dedicated from NES to now, uh, as it says on the title. Or NES to now. That's a little bit more. NES to now. That's right. I believe I believe that's probably what they were going for there. (laughs) Maybe. But Give me see, you're snappy kid. Uh, the Nintendo <laughs> see, Entertainment System to the current day. You're you're a SNESer, and I'm not really a SNESer. I'm an SNES guy. Yeah, I say SNES. I say NES. I'm getting into. I'm trying. It just saves time. It's true, and you know what? We could all use a little extra time at the end of the day. I think we could. Mm. So, cool start to the magazine is a section called the Land of Nintendo, where they go over ten major events. That have taken place since we last had a print Nintendo magazine. Oh my God. Well, which it, is six what, years ago. That's when Nintendo Power went out? Yes. Or is, is, it was a different magazine. Oh, six I years ago. I think it might be. I it think feels it feels longer than that. No? 
I think Nintendo Power has been gone for longer, but there was like um, Nintendo Official Magazine was still out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Again, remember, this is a UK based team. Right, right, right. So okay, so it's a I, little bit different over there. Yeah, I think that in they terms may of what's have... on the shelves and when exactly. But I don't. I think Nintendo Power has definitely been longer than six years. Okay, God, just thinking about <laughs> this is like looking into the mirror and be like, I'm old. <laughs> I know, right? Well, no, it Jesus. actually makes me feel better because Nintendo Power is probably like 16 years ago, so it's going to probably make <laughs> you feel actually way much worse. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's some pretty cool events that you can probably pick ones that they've chose, I think are pretty universally would be chosen. The first one is Amiibos. That's number one. That's number one. Significant um, event. I, I guess, I mean, I guess they kind of got into the toy business on the low, right? That's the whole thing. I, and I, that's they, an I mean, interesting. This is the, the toy to life fad as they call it. And, um, you know, you have to also remember is it's the earliest, and I think that's how they're listing them, because that was 2014 that Amiibo started, 16 years ago. Wait, six years ago. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm just running the numbers over here. I'm just doing the quick math, and uh, that's, that's, that's not adding up. So I think they're, I think they're doing it chronologically, and because okay. um, Amiibo started in 2014, six years ago. Okay. Um, number two is Nintendo 3DS. Yes. The, no, the new Nintendo 3DS. So where they actually fixed the 3D so it actually works. <laughs> and made a slam f- on the original 3DS. <laughs> oh, the I'm original 3DS. The original 3DS is not great. I mean, unless you have it in the exact one spot that you're able to use it, it just gives you a headache. But the yeah. new 3DS is amazing. You can you can move all over and it, it still works. I like a 2DS. Yeah, I like the 2DX axe hand, the axe one that looks like an axe without a handle. Yeah, I think that's the one. That's the one Charlie has. Yeah, it's great. I think, and I, and you I like throw it just that thing against the wall. That's exactly. I was just gonna say, I love it because you can just <laughs> you, you you can take it on like a a safari or, or like some kind of like extreme weather. Like you can mountain climb with it, and the thing mm-hmm. would probably survive. Yeah, I, I use it every once in a while, like uh, when it's cold in the winter, to like scrape my windows before I get in the car. Right, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it works a treat. I like to take it outside when I need to fell a tree. <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't use that correctly at all, but it's funny. No, I had a recently, I recently stripped the paint off of my garage. (laughs) Nintendo 2DS. With with the Nintendo 2DS. Um, So yeah, there's a few other things they talk about. One is the demise of the Wii U in 2016, which I just like being able to bring up the Wii U on every episode. So I did. I know. I wonder. We're. We're close. I don't think we're yeah. batting a thousand, but we, we're probably batting like we're it's like I've got to be 800. So there's a few other things. The release of the switch, obviously, and Reggie retiring. But yeah, cool idea to kind of fill in the gap to start the magazine with things that we've missed over the past few years. I like that. It's it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's done with an awareness. It's a smart, like. yeah, it's a smart way to start. Um, yeah. They kind of quickly go into, I think, kind of the the bulk of what this issue is about, which is 35 years of being super celebrating 35 years of the super Mario brothers games. And Mario's on the cover, correct? Yep. Mario's on the cover in kind of a similar to Nintendo power, the first issue of Nintendo power, but with kind of new art from newer games. Right. And didn't didn't the first Nintendo Power have that like BS claymation Mario on the front? Yeah, it's it's like a similar version of the claymation Nintendo, the first Nintendo Power. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a cool homage, if you will. 
All right. I like that. But yeah, 35 years of being super is kind of where you would really, I think you'd really dig in if you were a retro gaming fan who didn't grow up with these games because they go through 23 of, you know, Super Mario games from Super Mario Sunshine, 1, 2, and 3, 64. They do the Game Boy games, the 3DS how many, games. How many pages, how many pages on uh, Mario Paint? Six, seven? Uh, there's 12, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there are pages I made and stuck in there, but don't worry. <laughs> nonetheless. You made with Mario Paint to yes, put I, in there on Mario yes. Paint. I printed out from my Game Boy camera printer. Oh, God, that's that would be lovely. Yeah. I hope my, my copy has that in it. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to make sure to stick it in there for you. <laughs> right. But it's really cool. It's great to like it's it's great. to You know what they do is they pick really smart ways to to make these games that either you grew up with and kind of know everything about or become a fan of and have played through. They They find ways to still pull you in to kind of read about them just enough. Like I read about Super Mario Sunshine. I haven't played the game in, you know, forever. God knows when I will again. But it was really great to just kind of like read through what the nozzles were again. Cause I totally forgot that there was a rocket nozzle. Oh yeah. I don't think I ever finished sunshine. Sunshine was a tough game. Yeah. And it, I'd be and very it was, excited. It was to one play of the again. few Mario games that wasn't really, it was like a little glitch. It didn't run very well. Right. I feel like it, it yeah, wasn't optimized. I remember that just being a little bit more glitchy than. Yeah. Well, you know, you, know, you have to remember the game before that was 64. And it feels a lot like Galaxy, which came after it. Right. Then it does 64. So I think there's something to that. You know, like it looks like a current 3D Mario game, whereas 64 Mm -hmm. looks like, you know, we all love Mario 64, I know, but it's, you know, it looks terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but, you know, it looks, it it looks like a really, it looks like even the screenshots I'm looking at here in the magazine, it looks like a pretty almost current gen. It looks like a current portable game right so that was pretty impressive but yeah it wasn't it just didn't kind of control as well as we're used to yeah the 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 next thing magazine does which i really like and again this is how they kind of get that mix of current and retro is they review some of the new games coming to switch which is a cool little section um they do a really good um article on the bioshock collection and the borderlands collections that are coming out or already out now what's the um Let's talk about their, do they have a rating system? They do. They went with a very simple, uh, a few pluses and minuses comments and then a percentage. Okay. Do you know what my favorite rating system of all time is? Is it Gabe's sandwiches? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it Gabe's hats? No. It's the Game Pro game rating system. <laughs> oh, the faces? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the one side, you got you to gotta have a guy who has like way too much caffeine and then on yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> all the way on the other side and the left is just like a dude he's like sleeping he's, he's half asleep yeah yeah it's like a but kid in great, history class right but what's great is that every 0.5 they add they just add a thumbs up so yep. 1.5 is just the kid sleeping with a thumbs with up. a thumbs up yeah exactly you know what's uh, funny is i never like i never under i, I never mem- memorized them so like i'd have to look all right what was that again oh that's a four okay that's not so bad right like from two to two to four were pretty confusing. You knew the sleepyhead. You knew the tweaked out dude. Right. But two to four could really have gone either way. Well, two was just like a like a, a wavy face, like a, like a bored looking kid. And then 2.5 is a thumbs up with thumbs a wavy up, face kid. kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And then like, uh, thanks, grandma. And then three is like a smile. 3.5 smile with a thumb. Four is like 
is like 90s like fruit roll-ups like i'm super excited about this <laughs> right and then 4.5 like th- is the same thing with the thumbs up and then five is just like you know i just had a f-ing jolt cola and <laughs> i just smoked had a cigarette jolts. and had a jolt cola <laughs> you really that's always i i just remember partly because they, they incorporated colors with it you know obviously it goes from like a soft like pastel purple a cool purple to like a supercharged red yeah i think i I think i started to just memorize the colors at that point but you couldn't get the the point fives from the colors you got to look for that thumb up yeah (laughs) thumbs up yeah i always just i remember that and always thinking like all right man all right yeah this guy looks pretty excited about this it was a really goofy system that lasted for a very long time here's another great show you can check out right here on the greenlit podcast network Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode, no need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Alan, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. You know what? It's funny. I I was looking at this. I was thinking about getting Outer Worlds because we had talked about it and it was kind of a long time coming to the Switch. Oh yeah, I like I liked it. I played that. I that's, I actually beat that on the PS4. Oh, I finished that's a very rare thing for you. That's probably yeah. one of the the, the the twenty games you finished in your life. Yeah, probably. I so I was gonna get it, and uh, I read it. I read the review in Ninty Fresh, and they gave it a sixty-five. And I went, you know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a game I should be getting on the Switch. And I did a little more work. I did a little more research, and apparently the Switch really just can't keep up with it. It can't. That's so you know what ha- you know what just well, happened and just looking at looking at clips of it I mean it's not everything right, is, but it doesn't it doesn't it, I'm not saying it, it's like an outstanding like looking game but right. it, it looks nice and there's some you know it's not terrible and and the switch is just makes it like worse than that and then you're like well like how many right. generations am I rolling back here you know yeah but do you understand the gravity of what I just said I um, used a video game magazine to make an informed decision on a game purchase yeah that's Silly. I fell right back into it. I went, no, I, real, I went right back into it. <laughs> I just went right back into, you know, 12 year old toddy yeah. reading EGM and going, well, I'm not getting, I'm not getting Aladdin on the SNES. I'm getting on Genesis. Jeez. Only, only dopes get it on the SNES. <laughs> Come on, please. You idiot. Um, <laughs> you idiot. So, so yeah, I mean, I've talked about it a lot on the shows, but I was a huge video game fan and we always kind of joke that you're the player and I'm the historian. Right. And I do think, looking back at my childhood, I think that I enjoyed kind of sitting up with a flashlight under my covers, reading video game magazines more than actually playing the games that were in the magazines. Yeah, it's it's a very it's it's a fun world. Yeah, to kind of to kind of like lose like a good video game magazine. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that I, I obviously I read them when I was younger, and I definitely have fond memories of picking a bunch up. But you know, like that. You'd read it like many times over. Yeah, for me, it's Always still catching, very much nostalgia. Yeah. I, I mean, this this is slipping right into nostalgia, but I, I mean, I'll read old Nintendo Powers, but I have no interest in reading a Game Informer. Right. But I used to, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a pretty funny story, actually. I was an altar boy. I went to Catholic school. And As we've we, discussed. 
Yeah, we've discussed, of course. That's how you got your, what'd you get? Your Sega? Your, my, Se- the, my glasses of Sega. My gla- um, Right, glasses of yeah, Sega. The Sega, yep. <laughs> the Sega 3D glasses for the Master System. <laughs> right. I, um, we, we, of course, we had a church attached to the school, as, you know, you do in Catholic school. And I was an altar boy. And starting in second grade, we were able to work funerals. Nice. Now, I started calling them funerals mm-hmm. because we would be able to leave class to go and, you know, do the altar boying for funerals. Yeah. So the cool part about that is that people always tipped you for work at funerals. Sure. Which, you know, that's, seems that's the so good stuff. What are you me. doing? You, you like you, you, what are you doing? You parking cars, you handing out crackers, you walking around with a <laughs> candle. What are you doing? <laughs> I got really into tips at that point in my life. <laughs> But like, you shine know, your shoes, partner. Yeah, yeah. Well, can I get you paper for you while I'm at it? <laughs> I'm going over to the video game magazine store anyway, which is what I called it. <laughs> the video game um, magazine store. <laughs> yeah, the newsstand, which we'll get into actually in a minute. It's, it's so just it's like I imagine it just being like like the Wonka candy guy, like at the candy yeah. store in the beginning. It's yeah, just, just like sliding just... around on ladders and singing songs, <laughs> just, <laughs> just dropping you colorful Nintendo candy powers. into your bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah pretty much that's that's how it was and it definitely was not me just walking to the convenience store that was on the corner and buying cigarettes for my priest because they let us uh, buy them for him <laughs> can i have some cigarettes it's for a priest say can i have a uh, two packs of cools and a thing of vix uh, menthol drops for uh, father brown he said oh yeah of course here you go it was like eight. Father brown. <laughs> yeah i was eight um <sighs> and it was fine the thing was i think it was like a secret code right if you went in and you were like, yeah, let me get two packs of Marlboros, they'd be like, yeah, that's not Father Brown's water. So hey, let me get two packs of Cools, not Father Brown's water. Two packs of Cools and uh, menthol cough drops. All right, cool. Here you go, kid. <laughs> right this way, son. Right this way. Right past this door, son. <laughs> cool with the K as far as the eye can see. <laughs> so I would I would always I would fight and I would elect to go and work the funerals. So that I would get a tip and then I'd walk to the convenience store that was right across the street. I'd buy a video game magazine with the money. I'd go up to the choir loft and I'd sit there for like an hour reading the magazine. And then I'd go back to class and no one would think any, then I think, oh, you're, you know, being an altar boy. I'm not going to challenge you on how long you were gone for. Right. So this became like an almost weekly thing. you took advantage of people's goodwill. Well, no, I mean, you know, I mean, I was doing a service for the school. (laughs) You're doing a service for the church. Yeah, well, if you were really doing a service, you would have put that right back in the donation basket, sir. Oh, God darn. You know what? That's, that's a good point. It's not something I <laughs> thought of. Here's a tip. Here's a not tip, something sonny. I thought of when I was eight. <laughs> and I'm sure you know where it should go. And you were like, yes, sir. And then you went right down. You were like two packs of right. tools and a, and a Game Pro. Yep. And a Game Pro, please. Thank you. You have the latest EGM, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but that was I have like really good memories of just sitting in the choir loft and kind of smelling incense and uh, reading cools. video game magazines and cools. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> eating eating some hosts I found in the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's such an odd thing, though, right? Because like if you, you went hostess like oh, no. cupcakes. No, it's Susie Q. About, I'm talking about the body of Christ. You're talking about the body of of Jeezy. Crazy. Well, no, it's yeah. The the un. Um, the un-Jesus is Yes, exactly. The untransubstantiated bodies of Christ. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's it's odd though, right? Like if you went to a funeral today 
if you sadly had to go for a funeral, would you think, ah, look at that. Look at how good that altar boy is doing. I better tip him. No. No, right? No. I always thought it was such an odd thing, but and Who you know, I didn't you? think twice about it. The Someone family of the, the victim? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the victim. I'm assuming you only worked funerals of murdered no, people. No, I was I, I was a beat altar boy. I only <laughs> I, I only <laughs> only worked the most gruesome murders. How long and, has he been uh, cold? <laughs> yeah, they better call Todd. <laughs> Second grade. Oh my god! You hear it of the loudspeaker, uh, Mr. Hunt? Can you come to the principal's office, please? And just put on my like, uh, put on my gown right there in the classroom, and walk down the principal's office. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, it was just... exciting times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're so okay. So you're hustling funerals for video game magazines. Hustling funerals for video game magazines. Exactly right. So a few other cool things in this magazine, they do this really great, I think, again, I think this is a very nest to now um, concept for this volume, but they do this really cool thing called Refresh, where they look at, you know, some older games for kind of from a different view, but they have really great like art from Super Mario World, like from the manual that like I right. totally forgot about, like the manual entire, yeah, the manual arts here, the entire, the entire um, world is drawn out in the manual. And I don't even remember ever seeing that. Wow. Um, which is really cool. Um, and they talk about like the star worlds and how goofily they were named like gnarly tubular way out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They talk about Yoshi's and what colors do what, which I totally forgot. Like the yellow one, you could just stomp. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. They do a really great piece on wind waker. That's just really beautifully art directed and just talks about like some of the reasons the islands are cool in it. And then lastly, there's a really cool piece by Chris Scullion, who wrote the NES Encyclopedia, which I actually have your copy of, I think, somewhere here. I'm looking around for it. I don't see it, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Okay, you might. And he talks about just the reasons why the NES or the NES was such a great system and breaks out some great unusual suspect games like Blaster Master, Shadow of the Ninja, Crystallis, which I can't stop talking about. I love... Blaster Master, because you could get out of the car. Yeah, it, it's such I a brilliant concept. I always thought that was like, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. why. It was like you could press select, right, to get out of the car. And I was like, oh, man. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to park this thing here and go explore. Just go explore. Yeah. And then they had <laughs> the stages immediately. where you'd had the, the kind of overhead stages where you were huge. Yeah. And you have like the boss fights in those stages. Yeah, it was yeah. a great game. It's um, Same deal with like Rygar, too. You had the side scrolling and then mm-hmm. you had like the overhead. Right. But see, yeah. remember, Blaster Master was Sunsoft. I mean, they're going to go on to create some of the games that we love to hate the most, like Batman. Well, I love to love Batman. I love to hate Batman. It's We still can't get past the third guy. Right. Um, one day. But there's also a really cool little bonus section called Fun and Games. And they have a great little quiz here that I'm going to give you a few, uh, throw a few your way. All right, I'm going to fail. Well, let's do it. I think you're going to be okay. All right. I'm, ba- I'm really one. bad at these. Is it multiple oh, choice? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Of course. Uh, number one, Mario made his first ever appearance in Donkey Kong, but was under a different name. What was he called? Oh, Jumpman. There you go. Number C. <laughs> number C. <laughs> number C. Um, you can only become Mega Mario 
in which one of these games? Which is it? New Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario World, Super Mario Land. The first one. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Um, which Mario transformation in Super Mario Brothers 3 includes the ability for Mario to turn into a statue? A, Tanuki Mario, B, Raccoon Mario, C, Hammer Mario, D, Invincible Mario. Tanuki. Tanuki, see? You're yeah. crushing it. I'm going to la- last question. I think you're going to go 100 for, uh, 100 for 100 here. <laughs> We've done 100 already? Jesus. Yeah, no, you're going to edit it down, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave like four or five. Yeah, sure. Which of these caps does not exist in Super Mario 64? Wing cap, ice cap, metal cap, vanish cap. Whoa. Whoa. The metal cap exists. Mm-hmm. The wing cap. I mean, that's the cover. The, it's cover the, the cover. Goddamn, right. Yeah, I can see on. him flying in the, so on the cover. Um, so it's got to be the vanishing cap or the ice cap. Mm-hmm. it's gotta be the vanishing cap isn't isn't real it is it's a real thing ah i mean the ice cap (laughs) that's what you said oh wait you can edit that down can't you it's fine i got them all right would you say ice cap (laughs) yeah you're 100 for 100 yeah sure um, so Gray actually had a lot of fun in this area. It's a really well-designed like activity section. There's a word search that Gray loved. There's a spot the difference, which Gray's it's Gray's favorite like puzzles of all time in books. So there's a Denny's um, placemat know, in the back. I love that. Essentially a Mario themed Denny's placemat. There's a really cool one called What's That Game, where they really distort the artwork and you try to guess what cover it is. The only one. Oh, that's I like really, all that stuff. Yeah, it's really fun. And then they do a Where's Waluigi? And not only is he mixed in with a bunch of toads, he's dressed. Like Daisy. So he's, he's wearing like Daisy's Daisy? dress. Yeah, he's wearing Daisy's dress. <laughs> I like I like that a lot, actually. It's goofy. Pushing it's him really into funny. even stranger really waters. Goofy. Exactly. He's as really if he's weird. not already one of the weirdest characters of all time. Um, so yes, I loved rekindling my old love of video game magazines. And I think that this is a really great effort. Again, it's gonna be something that's gonna be for specific interests uh mostly retro gaming interests some current but again it's the only you know nintendo print magazine out there and i i couldn't be happier with it i think it's a really great magazine great i'm looking forward to uh to to reading my copy yeah well i'll certainly be on the lookout for issue two and i know you will be as well once you get through it uh which will be available on kickstarter if you'd like to learn more about how to order a copy or when the second issue will be announced, you can search Ninty Fresh on Kickstarter or follow them at Ninty Fresh Mag on Twitter. And lastly, be sure to check out their Facebook page and website, NintyFresh.net. Cool. Any last words? No. You want to take us out? Sure. And a one, and a two, and a... Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Super Nintendo's Pocket. Remember... Gaming should be fun. And gaming magazines should be a thing. Just this one, I think. It's probably all we need. Okay, just Just this this one. one.